0: disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors, we can scrounge up. You laugh. You'll learn. You'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. So I'm super excited about this next guest on our program, Todd Hoffman the original creator of the reality TV show Gold Rush on Discovery Channel. Now, what's interesting about Todd is for the entire duration of his time on the Discovery Channel, a lot of times they edited him to look like he was kind of a buffoon, kind of an idiot. Uh, But in reality, you could tell that he was actually much more than that. And he embodies the American spirit, the idea of somebody going out, striking out, taking a risk, putting everything on the line, busting their tail, And then eventually getting rewarded for it. Um, I was always drawn to that. I was also always drawn to the fact that Todd was very open about his faith, as were his whole family. But not just about that, but they were open about the fact that they were imperfect in their faith. And I just appreciated the rawness of that. So I reached out to him on social media a couple years ago, and wouldn't you know it, he got back to me. And over the years, he's been on the program, on my radio show, as well as on my podcast two or three times. And we've kind of developed a friendship because I respect what he does and how he's doing it. Now he has a new show uh, as part of the Discovery family, and it's called Hoffman Family Gold. It's separate from Gold Rush, but it tracks the Hoffman family as they set up a new gold site up near Nome, Alaska. And it's fascinating and fun to watch. And Todd is just a great guy. And when we get talking, we don't talk just about gold. We talk about faith. We talk about all kinds of things happening in society. And in this particular conversation, it gets pretty deep. I think you're going to enjoy it. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's episode of the Disruption Zone is brought to you by our friends at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops, not just a home remodeling, kitchen remodeling company. They're the place that when I lived in Louisville, I trusted to remodel my kitchen and my master bathroom. And I would do it again in a heartbeat the craftsmanship, the hard work ethic, the honesty and integrity, and all the choices for affordable prices. LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. Call my friend Tim Montgomery over there. Talk to their designers. 502-930-3304. That's 502-930-3304. If you have already got in mind what you want to do and you want to do it yourself and you just need the cabinets. They have so many styles to choose from modern shaker, traditional country, whatever you need in all kinds of colors. Plus, they can do a custom cut for you for your granite or any other type of hard surface countertop. And if you want a turnkey kitchen remodel, boom, they'll come in to help you design it, get it all done the way you want it done. I'm confident it's the reason or one of the reasons why my home sold in less than a day because of the beautiful work by Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Check them out, louisvillecabinetsandcountertops.com, 6200 hit lane in Louisville, Kentucky. If you're in southern Indiana, central Kentucky, uh, Oldham County, this is your place, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. We're also brought to you by Bourbon City Golf Carts, established in 2018. This is going to be your golf cart central. If you're thinking about bopping around the neighborhood in a cool golf cart, or even taking your own cart to the to the club or to the uh, to the course, getting it done. Listen, man, they've got so many great uh, carts in their inventory. And it doesn't really matter what your budget is on this. They can get you taken care of from something that's slightly used to something that's brand new to something that's custom. Cool colors, cool wheels. I mean, pretty much anything you can think of when it comes to an awesome golf cart. So many people are buying these just to bop around their neighborhood in, hang out, you know, in those great summer nights to get the kids and just run around without actually having to get into the car. It's pretty awesome. So check out Bourbon City Golf Carts. They're at 502-718-0757. That's 502-718-0757 and you can find them at bourboncitygolfcarts.com. Proud to have them sport- sponsoring the Disruption Zone. And now, for our guest and today's conversation. All right, there we go. Where were you, you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got you. Were you practicing? Were you were you were you striking up the band no, there? <laughs> no.
1: but I but I First time I'm playing is uh, first time my my very first like live concert is on the 16th. Is it really? Of December, yeah. That's awesome, so, man. I'm excited about that.
0: Where where are you playing? With,
1: so, so we're gonna kind of keep it controlled and hopefully nobody videos it because it <laughs> might hurt us. But it's at a birth, it's at a guy's birthday party on the 16th.
0: Oh, cool. That's and then awesome. there,
1: it's kind of like an 80s dance party an 80s party and then we're gonna play right at the beginning so probably play maybe seven or eight songs and then go right into the party
0: i love it that's awesome man well cool yeah
1: it'll fun.
0: well i appreciate you taking the time to talk with us again um yeah i i, I i'm excited i i see we got uh, season two of hoffman family gold on discovery channel about to come out when is when does that actually come out You know, they they said March, but then I've also heard that they may
1: bump it up. Okay. So it may come a little bit sooner. Um, I'm hearing, like, really good things from the edit, which means that it's probably really bad for me personally. (laughs) It means, like, some drama happened, because I know me and my boys get into it a few times, and, and I'm not actually looking forward to seeing that, but... Um, it's, that means it's got some crazy stuff in it. So uh, it actually is, we get into the gold, we get into, we get into all kinds of stuff. It's like actually a really action packed
0: season. I love it. I love it. Um, it's same location again, right? Up at North of Nome, I think it Yeah, is. We're
1: in, we're like in the middle of, uh, the, what they call the Seward Peninsula, Okay, so you go into Nome, which is fly-in only. You can't drive to this part of Alaska, so you fly into Nome and then you drive out of Nome. So everything gets barged in, okay, so it makes it you know that's why a lot of the gold is still there because it's not easily accessed. Right. So these are the areas that you have to kind of. Because the Klondike, I mean, the, the Yukon up there in Alaska, uh, Canada, a lot of it's played out, Right, you know? right. And then they're squeezing everybody on their licenses and things like that. But out here, there's actually still places that are actually really
0: good mines um, left. Is that why you chose that such a remote location? Because, I mean, yeah, there's, there's give and take in everything, and there's a lot of risk in doing it that remotely. But if you find a good patch it's probably an untouched good patch
1: yeah it is and my buddy had bought a mine up there and i've watched him struggle for years up there and he's not really a gold miner he's more of an investor they got kind of you know as last year's season you watched me kind of come in and help him out right and then this year is our first year of pretty much taking it over which starts out with a lot of just moving of gear i mean because he's got this old crap that's wore out you know if you think about it you're just grinding steel on steel everything is moving like steel on rock and right so you're just leaving you're just it's a grind you know you're just going against the earth and so you know, bringing in new gear and trying to figure all that out. And then what you see is like, um, you're going to watch me, you know, try to set up a real successful mind. And, and luckily I got a great team around me because, uh, there's some, we run into some, we run into some issues, man. I mean, some serious issues like that. Um, cause I don't, I want, I don't know what is in the show cuz I don't get to see it beforehand but right. I think this is going to be just like it's going to put our team in a, in a whole new light of of who we really are, you know. I mean, we got some, you know, years of experience doing this and you're going to see it go into action this year.
0: Yeah, and you have a shorter season too, so everything I mean, because it gets so cold so quick, and it takes so long to thaw. You don't have as long to get into it, right? I mean, and if you yeah, have something you really, go wrong, you 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 got to move fast.
1: Yeah. You, and if you – so, like, normally you want to strip in the winter. So, like, when you rip open the ground, basically think of it as, like, frozen mud that's 12 feet deep. Right. So when you rip it with the cat, you take the first layer off. It starts to melt. Well, once it melts, it's over. You can't push mud, right? right. So you really got to be ahead of the game almost a half a year. So you, you want to strip while it's still frozen. So that is like uh, April, March, and April. You want to have a lot of this mud stripped. And then when you get there in June, then you can kind of – get your pay dirt ready to go so you're stripped ahead yeah so parker and all these guys have had the luxury of you know stripping ahead and you what you see you don't see like the crews that are off camera too you right know, parker's probably got 50 employees right know? right so what i got is a little tiny team of guys and we get there late yeah. and so we're always there late and so like um this coming year this coming summer hopefully if all works out i'll be the that'll be the first year that i actually get a jump on it and get um, to strip early but um uh what you see is is us just fighting fighting through the summer trying to uh find pay dirt to thought out right and so what we do is we get into we're basically getting into all of these little pockets and Uh, places that the old timers left hints and like when you when you watch it you'll see it unfold like you'll see what we come up with but um andy pretty much puts on a clinic he um He's my foreman, and he uh, did some crazy stuff that that I think everybody's gonna appreciate.
0: But, uh. Well, and it, it, it was a little bit of that in last season where he kind of had his he had this idea that that he thinks this will work, and you guys clashed a little bit, and then at the end of the day, he ended up being right, you know. So um, yeah. obviously, obviously knows knows what he's doing when it comes to that. So that's pretty cool. Um. I want to kind of talk a little bit about because one of the things I've been fascinated, and you and I've talked before, you've been on my podcast and, and on my show before, but one of the things that fascinates me about the Hoffman family. I was raised, Todd, with a very strong work ethic. A dad who got out there, got it done. I remember, you know, he he picked me up from school one day because his crew wasn't doing what he wanted them to do. And he decided to teach him a lesson by taking his 12 year old son, showing up and telling them to all go home, said me and my boy will get it done. And then that night, you know, we're finishing the job by the deadline and he's got sweat pouring off his nose. And I'm like, why are we doing this, dad? And he's like, because if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing right. And, you know, you guys seem to have that same, that risk taking, that work ethic. And I feel like that's something, Todd, that's missing in today's younger generations. Don't you think? I, I think we're in deep trouble. Yeah.
1: As a as a country because we all grew up, um. You know, we would never backtalk people, right, like right. this younger generation. You know, and we we can't. We were raised by our parents that grew up in the fifties and sixties, right? And most of our parents weren't hippies. They were like grinders. They were like guys that, you know, got stuff done. And, and so like, we kind of like, we, we, I feel like we were, we were born in an era where we had a better, a different work ethic, but also we had a little bit more of an optimistic outlook on life. You know, then Ronald Reagan came in there and stuff. I felt like I could do anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we came out of the Carter years which my dad sold real estate and we about starved to death. And so, (laughs) um, we came, uh, we had, you know, everybody was kind of happy girls wore guest jeans and we had good music in the eighties. And it's like, I don't know, but now, you know, you walk, go walk around the, the halls of, uh, of most of these high schools, like, like an inner city high school. And, it's kind of scary. You know, you don't see a lot of optimism. I see a lot of brokenness. Um, and you know, you got, you got drugs permeating. This is at least Portland. You have drugs that are permeating throughout the whole city. Um, and, uh, it's just like a different out. Like all their music, all the music for this younger generation isn't really that hopeful.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: sex is, is always prominent in everything. And it's like, um, I don't know, man. I, I really worry about this next generation coming up. So, I mean, if that, if, if hopefully if they, anything could be gleaned from our show, it's that, you know, like me and my boys get into it, man. Like, and we, we, they don't, they don't see eye to eye with me on some things, but, but they're out there busting ass, you know, they're not, they may not, me and uh, the boys might get into it, but they're, they're, they're out there doing it, you know, they're like, so I'm hoping that, that this generation can at least see my, my 20 year olds and see that they get out there and try to kick ass. And, and hopefully they get something out of that because not every kid is, designed a program to be a programmer you know we need kids out there to like do the 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 hard work you know the plumbing and the all the other stuff yeah the 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 trades man i think the trades like i think the younger generation that actually get into the trades are going to be the next millionaire you know super millionaire class because because they're going to be servicing all these other guys that sat around on TikTok, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. We we're talking with Todd Hoffman, Hoffman Family Gold, Discovery Channel and yeah, you, you the what you say kind of resonates with me because you know, I I'm Gen X, right? And uh, in a lot of ways, of course I had a, a a little bit different upbringing than some other Gen Xers, but in a lot of ways we raised ourselves, you know, we were cooking meals by the time we were 10 you know it was go Mm -hmm. go outside and play have a good day come home when you're hungry you know and in in a lot of ways we have a little bit of that sense of independence and and i agree with you about like an optimistic outlook if i put my if i put my effort and my if i put my elbow grease into this it's going to pay off and there's a hopelessness in society right now that has permeated not just the younger generation but i think a lot of society it's like a hopelessness it's like you know, there's nothing I can do. I'm a victim. I, I I need this help. I need this assistance. I need somebody to pay my college debt or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Who told you, you had to go to college? What? W- w- there's a lot of skills you can do and you can make a lot of money if you just have a little bit of a work ethic. And and it seems almost missing from society in a big way today.
1: You know, I I went to six colleges. Okay, I'm I'm not a hundred percent against college, but. After watching, I mean, I even recruited for a while, Mm -hmm. like kids into college and stuff. But after watching the direction that most colleges have gone, it's like, I would, you're throwing your kids to the wolf, in my opinion, in a lot of, a lot of these colleges, because think about it. You're, you're sitting your kid in front of this guy or person, woman or whoever it is. It doesn't, you know, that person all they have to do is sit in front of somebody else long enough to get a degree. Right. <laughs> so think about it. So they sat they sat there and got a doctorate. Okay. And now they're qualified to teach. That's all it takes. Yeah. It's to, it's to be and they're they're qualified to teach and They've not done Jack nothing in their life, <laughs> right? So, right, like, right. You, you shouldn't be able to be a college professor unless you've had 30 years of life.
0: Right, right. I, I fully the field that.
1: that you're actually trying to teach about. Yeah. Not just sitting there because you have a degree that says doctorate, okay? Yeah. There's so many guys out there running around with a doctorate. I mean, a master's degree is, is nothing. Like, right. those, they're handing those out. You right. know, so the, the the thing is, is that, you know, the outlook for most of these colleges are actually anti-American.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And, and America is literally this experiment is basically the best experiment, the best country ever on the planet. Right. And the, we have created more wealth. We have given out more money and aid to charity, fed more mouths around the world. We have, we have, we've done so many wonderful things. And to look back at some of our founders and like, Oh, he had slaves or he did this or he did that. And it's like, yeah, there's bad in everything. And people, you know, I mean, go to your local church. It's made up of bad people. Right. Right. right, You know, they're, they're actually at church because they feel like they need a doctor, you know? Like, so it's not, you know, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. This is like, this was, this country was built and it was built by great men. Yeah. And we cannot, we cannot look at our country as like, this is a bad thing. This is a, this is a wonderful thing. And we've had a lot of freedoms. And so like, protect those freedoms, don't start taking them away from everybody, you know, right. because you take the handcuffs off people and they really can we really can thrive as Americans and you can really go out and do anything you want. That's that's the scariest part is I feel like optimism is gone. Yeah. And you know, I get my optimism and I get my strength from my faith right. in Christ. And so like I I love Jesus and Um, but, but the way my parents raised me is, is that we could go out and conquer and do anything. And I don't feel, I don't, I don't know. I feel, don't feel, I don't see that in this generation and I'm hoping that I'm wrong and that there's going to be a whole new class of kids that come up and really prove us wrong. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm with you on that. And, and, you know, you're talking about. America it's a work in progress right it's always been a move towards perfecting that which is not perfect I mean that's our founders set that out right at the beginning and uh, I think even some of our founders knew the conflicts of the founding times and sort of wrote some of our documents so that we would have those discussions we'd have those arguments we'd have those fights and we'd work it out over time because they they had to do what they had to do in that moment so it makes it makes a world of sense. And, you you, you know, you talk about striking out and, and doing stuff. We're talking with Todd Hoffman, Hoffman Family Gold on Discovery Channel. Um, that brings me to this question of risk, right? Like you and your family go back all the way to the first episode of Gold Rush, the original show. And you guys as a family strike out from Portland, Oregon to go to Alaska to start something brand new. And you, you have no safety net, you know. Yeah. What What are the lessons that people could take from? Because this is the thing. Freedom's a double edged sword, right? It, I'd rather have the risk, yeah. but the you want, risk. You is... want to
1: hear? Oh, you want oh, I'm going to give you the real story. All right. Okay. And not the TV line. This is a real. This is the real story. All right. Okay. I'm coming off of a. My we had some post postpartum issues in our marriage, right mm-hmm. after. And at one point, my wife had moved out on me. Hmm. And I had been audited. I mean, just everything like oh eight. I mean, a lot of people remember it. Oh seven, oh eight. And so I'm getting my marriage back together. I'm trying to get my head back together. And I am basically beat up and depressed. I'm sitting by my all I could do is get up and make a fire and sit by my fire. Mm. This so when my wife had moved out on me. I, all I had was, I mean, I had my two little boys and my daughter and my wife were gone. So you, you go through these times, these very dark times, and that is where God met me. Hmm. And when I tell you this, I'm telling you, this is how I created the biggest show in the history of Discovery Channel. They did not create that show. That came from an idea that was given to me in a dark place okay by god and i said god I'm an entrepreneur but i'll go get a job or do whatever i have to do to feed my family you know and i said if you could see if if you care about me and you still you still love me give me one more chance as an entrepreneur give me one more idea and that's where gold rush came from hmm. And I took every freaking dollar I had to put together all this crappy equipment. But you got to remember, I'm building a TV show. I sold that show to Discovery Channel. They did not come to me. This I put the show together and the mind together coming out of a dark place in my life. And away I went because I knew that someday I'd have a chance to try to go mining again with my dad. Hmm. And that's how I put gold rush together. And I pitched it to discovery channel. And they're like, well, man, you know, this is a good idea. We'll follow these idiots. This, this <laughs> is going to tra- be a train wreck. And I'm like, listen to me. Well, you might want to film it all the way to the scene of the crash. Cause there we go.
0: <laughs> so
1: that's how we did it. And that's, um, so I risked everything I had and I came home. What did I get? 16 12 ounces or 16 ounces. Um, I lost everything I had and I'm sitting on my couch eating a bologna sandwich. Right. <laughs> after, after I've had fights with my friends, we had fights with Dorsey fist fights. I've lost area. I lost my money. Um, and and all i and and then all of a sudden a commercial for gold rush comes on and there's my fat ass on tv (laughs) and i'm thinking to myself well here we go you
0: know so (laughs) that is awesome
1: man i love it i love that you take a risk that was a risk man and so like when people say anything or talk smack or whatever you know and like buddy, I took the I took a risk, man. Yeah. That was very risky. Yeah. You know, but you know, our generation just does dumb stuff like that. Yeah. You know? We're just
0: dumb enough to try it. You know. Well, we we do stuff. I mean that that yeah. doing stuff, accomplishing things. That's that's mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about here. And it's like some of them fail and some of them succeed. But it's you know the the purpose is in the stuff. I was talking to the mayor of Aurora, Colorado the other day about his homeless program. And and we were talking about how most cities are trying to solve for, for shelter. And what he's trying to do is solve for work because there's purpose in work. There's purpose in doing something. There's purpose in trying, Mm -hmm. right? There's purpose in now I can do this my own self. Right. And that's, that's what I feel like we have to get back to. We have to teach our kids that we have to, We have to put these lessons back in our children's lives.
1: Yeah, it's just like out here, a blue, what they call a blue is a fentanyl pill out here in Portland. And um, a kid, so I I started a a drug and alcohol treatment center out here, and we just sold it to a hedge fund out of New York, um, literally like 60 days ago, Hmm. 90 days ago um and um a couple kids so in two and a half years me and my partners we got 650 kids off drugs wow. in the portland area and i don't think we even scratched the surface really. right i don't even think we put a dent in a dent into it maybe um but one of my kids was on the news. I don't like to bring it up because, I don't know, but you can look it up. But he gets caught with 92,000 fentanyl pills driving up from California. Wow. That just got brought across the border from Mexico. And he got them and he, for, from some gang, and he brought them up. I don't know. He's going to do a minimum of 10 years. Wow. She's a 25-year-old kid. If you were to meet him, he looks like any other kid, literally just any other kid from a great great home. Ninety-two thousand of these pills. So I think they were wholesale at twenty-nine twenty-five to thirty cents a pill wholesale. Like right? Wow. So we're talking about a basically an elephant tranquilizer on the street wholesale, like from like straight across the border. 25 cents a Jeez. pill. Wow. Now that is so much more powerful than anything you've ever seen. Um, and we're fighting this. This is what we're fighting. Right. We are fighting this this fentanyl problem who every once in a while you'll see a star or somebody die, like a high profile person, but you, you have no idea how many people die on the streets right now. It's like a I just, I hear about it once a week from somebody that we helped to get off of it, you know, they, they're dying. So it's like, we got an epidemic here, um, coming and and it's, it's the, the resources that our country are, that's eating up our resources. It's like unbelievable.
0: Yeah.
1: And the amount of stuff that gets stolen every day or, um, so like when you're hopeless, you know, and. And, you know, you're turning to these different drugs to feel better during the day. It's like, we got a walking army of zombies coming. Yeah. And it's really, that's, that really scares me here in the, well, not only just Portland, but like, just, just it's it's in a lot of these smaller towns. Yeah,
0: you know? it's everywhere. Like a little
1: girl, like, just asked me, uh, yelled at Hudson, my my son, the other day, this our little town of Sandy. She's like hey do you have a blue oh wow so, just, so it's just like it's like making its way you know right. everywhere so yeah. kind of scary man what's happening out there but you know we what do we do what do we have to do is we just got to shine the light and yep. you know that's what scares me about being on tv is that i want to shine a light you know to be a beacon of hope and you know sometimes the tv goes towards the lowest common denominator and that's drama fights the negative and because if you take all my little negative points throughout the whole summer and you chop it all together it's probably i look like an idiot but um, where really i actually get up every day and i'm actually positive and i'm i love my guys and Um, I try to treat everybody good and like, you know what I mean? So, yeah,
0: well, I mean, I haven't seen, obviously nobody's seen season two yet, but, but in all the shows that I've watched it with you in it, I I've never, you know, I've gotten how they've edited you, but what you got to do is you got to take a step back and look at it from a 30,000 foot view. And what, what I have always admired about you and your family is that perseverance and that mm-hmm. that go get it, that take that risk, that, you know, combat is, is it has to happen. You know, conflict has to happen. Don't shy away, from, you don't shy away from it. It is what it is, but from a 30,000 yeah. foot view, the impression that is made is that if we strike out and we take this risk and we, we have this work ethic and we have this faith, everything will be okay. Which kind of brings me to like, the one thing I yeah. wanted to talk to you about is, is how prominent your faith is on national television to you and and you you make no bones about your imperfections uh, but you always come back to that faith and when we're talking about this hopelessness that's what America I think is missing too you know we remove God from our society and we're paying the price for it in a lot of ways and you know if, if you could just kind of speak to has it ever been hard for you to hold to that faith in that public persona
1: you know, I it hasn't it, it's always been hard when the early on they would try to they would cut it out. So now I switched from Raw TV who does Gold Rush. Now I'm with Lionsgate. I'm with Pilgrim. They do they did shows like Orange County Choppers Fast and Loud. Yeah. They do the street outlaws. So my team is actually the guys from Wicked Tuna. Okay. And so that kind of that group and then that showrunner Mike Mike Nichols it's like I, I can do him and I said here's deal. I wanna go I'll, I'll go back on TV. But I said, these are these are some of my things that I, you know, and he says he says, Let's do it. And so like you're gonna see our faith a little bit. You're gonna see our faith and some of this shine through a little bit. And, um, and and he has been better in the edit for me personally because he, he understands, you know, it's like, hey, you piss off Todd and eventually he's just not going to want to do it anymore. So, like, uh, you know, just the logical standpoint, you know, we can't make Todd look too bad and we can't make Hunter look too bad. Uh, but we do have to show the fights and we have to show the real strife there's really strife between me and hunter and there's really strife between hunter and some of the other guys i um but uh at the end of the day man i am saved by the blood of jesus christ and my faith is everything to me because we every single one of us every single one of your listeners <laughs> is going to die and stand before jesus uh, you're gonna stand before god yeah and 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 you you better hope you know what you're doing. Yeah. Because this is, that's the real game. That's the real end game. It's not this world, it's the next. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what's kind of fun for me living this life is because, because I'm going to get, I'm going to divulge one thing in the show is like, we get into the gold. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's what's funny because it's fun because, like, I mean, that first, like you don't see nuggets in gold rush because the Yukon doesn't put out nuggets. Right. My very first cleanup, you're like you're gonna watch me friggin' pick friggin' nuggets out of the box, and you're it's, you're gonna flip out because awesome. it's I flip out. Now <laughs> they're probably gonna get mad that I talk about it, but um, we get into it, man. We get into some serious gold, and um, you know, I believe that um the gold and the TV and the excitement of being up North opens up the hearts of men. And then they can see the real true gold. And that is, is our faith because at the end of the day, we can't take that gold with us. We can't take that money. Right. Um, you know, so the eternity, the eternal lessons that we all learn, um, are the, or the real gold is, is that, you know, that we, we really are out there on a limb and we really do. I really do need, need Jesus, you know? And I, cause I don't know how to deal with my son Hunter. He's, you know, Hudson is a little different, you know, he's a little more calmer than my son Hunter. And he's more like, probably like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we got some strife, man. And, uh, I'm still praying and learning how to deal with that. And like, I want to be a good father, but I also have to be a good leader. I can't just do things that Hunter wants me to do. I have to do things that are best for the team. And so I get put into some real, I get put into some hot boxes, man. I really do
0: yeah wow
1: a couple deer in the headlights look i'm just like i'm really scared to know how this is gonna look
0: that's hilarious i got now i can't wait man i absolutely can't buddy wait. it is a, it's a kind of insane and
1: i i bring in some gear that is badass man oh, i can't like this, wait that's awesome i take it up a big i take it up i go out on a major limb financially on this thing and And uh, yeah, go big or go home, right? I kind (laughs) of—that's kind of what I did, and like I have to get. And that's the problem. Now I got to go even bigger. Right. keep going. I have to keep going bigger and bigger. (laughs) I love it.
0: That's so awesome. So we're thinking that the show will maybe drop uh, maybe March or so. But if folks want to get caught up, maybe somebody's just hearing you uh, about Hoffman Family Gold for the first time. Yeah. How can they go and get that show, get caught up on the season? well,
1: Discovery Plus, right, has everything. Yeah. and um also i think we're on amazon i I don't know i think we're on amazon too but um i would go download discovery plus and this is why because they are merging everything together eventually with hbo because you know warner brothers and and discovery they all merged everything together and there's been some you know david zasloff the ceo has been really working hard trying to put this merger and trying to figure it all out but eventually all of those streaming networks will be all under like hbo max and uh discovery plus i think it's all going to be together but that's where you're going to want to watch it it's over on discovery plus then you can grab all the other shows too that are coming out but um I think our show, what they're saying about our show is some of the best gold mining TV that's ever been
0: shot. Man, I can't wait. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. And that scares the hell <laughs> out of me. <laughs> what does that mean? I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, listen, yeah. my friend, it is always great talking to you. I appreciate your faith. I appreciate your 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 raw sort of reality, authenticity. I think that's what pulls people to you um and you know just keep fighting the fight man and keep inspiring yeah. people because that's what you do brother
1: yeah well let's do it again uh, when the show comes out and then i can kind of walk you through what happened absolutely what's coming.
0: yeah looking right. forward to it so i thoroughly enjoyed talking to todd and we're going to talk to him again after the new season comes out here in a month or so um we hope that there weren't any spoilers in that i, I don't think there were but it's going to be a fun season and i think you're going to have a real payoff to this reality show Great guy. Enjoy him, and I just, again, really appreciate his stalwart faith, the fact that he doesn't really care what anybody thinks. He's going to profess his love for Jesus Christ, and I just think that is so awesome. So anyway, uh, really thankful to have Todd as part of the Disruption Zone family to come on the program from time to time. Coming up, we've got some great guests. Jen Say was in track on track to be the first female CEO of Levi's. She was the brand manager. She was booted out. Why? Because she spoke out about parental rights and about shutting down during the pandemic. We're gonna have her on the program. Also, Miranda Devine. um, She's written a book called The Laptop From Hell, and it's about what was on that crazy laptop that Hunter Biden had. Dr. Robert Malone, one of the pioneers of mRNA technology is going to join us in the coming weeks. And we're also going to talk uh, to several other very, very important, very, very fascinating people Uh, about some important issues. So make sure you keep it locked in to the disruption zone. Today's amazing episode was brought to you by Bourbon City Golf Carts. Check them out at bourboncitygolfcarts.com, Louisville's one-stop destination, and Southern Indiana, by the way. One-stop destination for awesome golf carts, from slightly used to brand new, from regular to custom built, to awesome wheels and beautiful colors. These are your new convenient way to get around your neighborhood. You can talk to the folks at Bourbon City Golf Carts today by calling 502-718-0757. But I encourage you to check out their website at bourboncitygolfcarts.com because you can see their inventory all right there. Services that they offer, you can even rent them. Hey, you want to rent one for a special upcoming golf outing and see how you like it, and then go and buy one, and all their inventory, again, is available for you online at bourboncitygolfcarts.com. So check them out, and again... We are super excited to have Bourbon City Golf Carts as a sponsor of the Disruption Zone. They're at 502-718-0757. We're also excited to be sponsored by Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. My friend Tim Montgomery at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops did our kitchen and our master bathroom in our house in Oldham County, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Such awesome work, such craftsmanship, such work ethic, and great prices and st- from start to finish. If you want a a designer to just take it over and do it all for you or you consult and they do all the work or if you're doing it yourself, they've got those options too. Any kind of cabinet you're looking for style, they've got it mostly in stock. They don't have any problems with supply chain crisis. They're there for you and they can get that done. Plus, if you want a custom cut of any type of solid stone, they've got that for you as well. Go to LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com 502-930-3304 Louisville Cabinets and Countertops at 6200 Hit Lane in Louisville, if you're in Southern Indiana, Louisville, or Odom County, this is your place for the kitchen remodel. Thanks, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. And thank you for listening to The Disruption Zone. You can follow us on Instagram, it's at Greatly Londo, and on Twitter, it's at Leland Show. You can also download us for free And subscribe for free from iHeartRadio's podcast. Just search podcast for Leland Conway or Disruption Zone, but it'll come right up. You can also download us for free and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts and Google Play. It's pretty awesome. Super easy to get fresh new episodes sent right to your pocket. Big thanks to um, Dynamics Audio Productions in Lexington, Kentucky for all the work they do with the audio side of this program. If you're looking for some help with audio digitizing old videotapes or you got a major Hollywood-type project, DXAudio.com, Dynamics Audio Productions, and Neil Kesterson and his crew can get it done for you. And thank you again so much for listening to the Disruption Zone. Over a hundred thousand downloads and counting. I am Leland Conway. This is the Disruption Zone.